0: Hello. 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 Hello Hi and welcome to the Millennial New King James Version Podcast. A podcast for those of you who just want to pack some Bible content into your life. Join us as we read, teach, and explain Scripture with words we can all understand. Reading the Bible should be a blast, so that's what we're gonna have. We're in Joshua chapter one today. It's gonna be lit, but in a good way. Welcome back. And we're
1: here to...
0: King. James. Version.
1: Just kidding. We're not that arrogant. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like Anyways. The rappers these days, do Rappers, yeah. They're like... Hur! Have you noticed that? They go... Hur! They do. Post Malone does it all the time. He's like... Hur! Hur! I can't do it very... Good. Apparently Cardi B started it.
1: Huh. Hur! I mean, yeah, I've I never... Know. I've never heard of... Anybody make that noise before you kind of started it? You got a cricket stuck in your mouth or something?
0: Yeah, okay. I started that trend as far as you're concerned. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not yeah. going to like it. It's I not have, actually a turd. I have no idea. What'd you say? I think I said turd.
1: I think you said turd. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> We're okay. starting off our first episode of this podcast with the word turd. turd. Of course. Of course we are.
0: Um, but we are going to start off today in Joshua one, Joshua one, Joshua one, because we said we were going to do that. And so we're going to do that.
1: Yeah. We actually had to fix a mistake in the first little thing (laughs) that we did in episode zero where Dana said we were going to be in judges. (laughs) I said we were going to be in both. You did say we were going to be in both, but we fixed the one, the sentence where she said judges with the word Joshua.
0: Listen for it and you'll get a gift card for nothing. A gift card for nothing. (laughs) Just a gift card that I will take from Starbucks and, and use. Not put. it. Yeah. <laughs> Dana will use it for herself. And send it if to you find that section of the thing, Dana will get a prize. <laughs> but I think we're gonna start out. Um, the structure we're going for right now is Jake's gonna give a little overview of what's going on in Joshua, where we are um, coming out of Deuteronomy, going into Joshua. And then I'm going to give the Millennial New King James interpretation, and then Jake is going to Millennial New King James teach it. So. And
1: that's basically where we're going to be from here on out. So hopefully that's what you came here for. If it's not, stick around. Maybe you'll like it. Um, so Joshua is the it's the sixth uh, book of the Bible. It is the first book in the Bible to not be written by Moses. The first five were all written by the same guy, written by Moses. Um. If you don't know who Moses is, he's the dude from the whole let my people go, the Red Sea opens and everything. He's that guy. Um,
0: Boils and blood and Red Seas and...
1: And it's a good time. And he goes (laughs) up on a mountain and a golden calf comes out of a thing down in the camp and his brother Aaron is a frick face for saying, oh, I just put a bunch of gold in the thing and a calf popped out, Moses. I promise I wasn't doing anything sinful.
0: Oopsie poopsie. Yeah,
1: and it's the best and worst excuse ever given in the Bible for anything. Um, So... Basically, Moses leads uh, about two or three million people out of slavery in Egypt, and they end up uh, wandering in the desert for 40 years, except wandering isn't actually a really good word because God led them wherever they went in a pillar of fire by night and a pillar of cloud by day, and they would be camped like kind of underneath it, and they would only move if it moved first, which is actually going to kind of come into play um, in Joshua. We're not going to get there today, but we'll get there in a, in a couple episodes. Um, so, Moses leads these people, and they start going all over the place in the wilderness, probably going in circles, because the trip that they were trying to make should have only taken about 10 or 11 days. But since they complained, and were buttholes the entire time, God turned it into 40 years. Which is... Which Mm -hmm. is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And so, but they deserved it. And. And That's the
0: way we should punish all our children. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Next time on Capital Punishment with
0: Dana Haynes. (laughs) So. (laughs) You were bad. You don't get to go to the park for 40 years. Uh, And I'm serious. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. Anyway,
1: Anyway, so about somewhere around the halfway point through that 40 years, an entire new generation was was born, you know, 40 years is a long period of time. And so all two or three million people that came out of Egypt, they, most of them had families. And this new generation didn't, <laughs> didn't piss Moses and God off as much as the first one did. And so after the whole golden calf debacle, um, it, there was uh a time where Moses was going to uh, bring water to the people. The people needed water. They were thirsty. And so God told him, okay, you should go up to the rock. You should speak to the rock and make water come out of it. I'll make water come out of it. And Moses is like, okay. So he gets up in front of the, all the people and says, you bunch of holes," And that's about it. And then he takes his <laughs> stick and smacks the rock. So he does completely the opposite of what God told him to do. God, being the faithful God that he is, still makes water come out and it nourishes everybody. But that whole thing basically made God go, okay, so you, Moses, and this whole generation of people, y'all can stick it. (laughs) You don't get to go into the promised land that you've been waiting around for half of 40 years or whatever to to go into. You don't even get to do it. And that just kind of shows that when you don't do things God's way, bad things happen. Like, nowadays, God... It's not going to like punish you for disobeying him, but it's not going to go the best way. It's not going to go the way that it should. So uh, we come to Deuteronomy, which sounds really boring when you just try to read it because of the fact that it's just like a bunch of law again. But the reason that all of this law is in Deuteronomy is because this new generation of people weren't around back when Leviticus was given. Leviticus was the first time that Moses gave the whole lot to the people. And Deuteronomy is him repeating it to this new generation before they go into the promised land saying, okay, remember all of this so that when we go in there or when y'all go in there, cause I ain't going to go in there. When y'all go in there, you'll have a good life.
0: You'll have
1: a good life with God. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <clears throat> uh, the last little bit that you need to know is that, um, Joshua, the guy who wrote this book, uh, was one of the 12 spies that Moses sent into the promised land to check it out, back in Numbers. And uh, Joshua and Caleb are the two spies that came back saying, we can do this. All the other ten were like, everything sucks, they're huge, we're gonna get it's it's almost like humans versus transformers, we're gonna die. And Joshua and Caleb were like, but God said we could. <laughs> So why are you worried about it? And that attitude of theirs made them the only two people out of that original generation who did get to go into the promised land. Joshua was probably about 85 whenever Moses died and transferred leadership over to him. And that's where Deuteronomy ends. Deuteronomy ends with Moses going up on a hill and dying like God told him he was going to And I I believe that Joshua chapter one, verse one starts like right then. Like there's not like a whole lot of time gap between Deuteronomy and Joshua. And that gets us where we're
0: at. Yeah, very good. All right. So um, I'm going to read through Joshua one, and then we're going to go back through it again. So like we said, this this podcast, a lot of it is just to get content into your head. Uh, Just another tool that you can use to uh to to start reading the bible anyway here we're gonna here we're we're gonna go here we're gonna go here we're gonna go here we're gonna go joshua one joshua one verse one i almost said joshua one chapter (laughs) one joshua one verse one also, I am not reading the New King James Version, contrary to common belief. I don't even own one. I'm reading the ESV. James-
1: I'm, I will be teaching out of the New King James Version. <laughs> I got to put it in there somewhere.
0: If our name is the
1: Millennial New King James Version, then I got to put the actual one in there somewhere.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of throw everything off, but here we go. <clears throat> After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun. Nun? You In Hebrew, noon. it's noon. noon. He's
1: not the son of a nun. It's, it's a different Son of noon.
0: It's a different thing. Moses' assistant. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, into the land that I am giving to them, to the people of Israel. Every place that the stole, sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you, just as I promised to Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon as far as the great river and the river Euphrates or the the river euphrates all the land of the hittites to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life just as i was with moses so i will be with you i will not leave you or forsake you be strong and courageous for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that i swore to their fathers to give them only be strong and very courageous being careful to do according to all the law that moses my servant commanded you And Joshua commanded the officers of the people, Pass through the midst of the camp and command the people, prepare your provisions, for within three days you are to pass over this Jordan to go to, in to take possession of the land that the Lord your God is giving you to possess. And to the Reubenites and the Gadites and the half tribe of Manasseh, Joshua said, Remember the word of the Lord, or sorry, <laughs> whoops, remember the word that Moses the servant of the Lord commanded you, saying, the Lord your God is providing you a place of rest and will give you this land. Your wives, your little ones, and your livestock shall remain in the land that Moses gave you beyond the Jordan. But all the men of valor among you shall pass over armed before your brothers and shall keep, or shall help them <clears throat> until the Lord gives rest to your brothers as he has given to you. And they also take possession of the land that the Lord your God is giving them. Then you shall return to the land of your possession and shall possess it. In the land that Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you beyond the Jordan toward the sunrise, and they answered Joshua, "All that you have commanded, we will do, and wherever you send us, we will go. Just as we obeyed Moses in all things, so we will obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you, as He was with, as He was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your commandment and disobeys your words, whatever you command, you command him." I'm gonna start that over and just edit. <laughs> Whoever rebels against your commandment and disobeys your words, whatever you, you command him shall be put to death. Only be strong and courageous. <clears throat> and that's when I would usually go, what did that say? And everybody would stare at me and go. <laughs> I don't have a frig. I don't have a freak, yeah. So. <clears throat> so, um, so, basically, let's just go back over that again and kind of dig into what's going on. So, uh, let's see. Joshua 1, verse 1. It says, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua and the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, Moses, my servant, is dead. So the first thing we find out is, yeah, Moses died. He went up on a hill and he died. You know, same. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> except... yeah, climbing a hill makes me want to die. Yeah. Except for he, he climbed many a hill. <laughs> I climbed one and, you know... And anyway. the
1: man was like 120 whenever he climbed this last hill. Yeah. Gosh,
0: poor guy uh but he's dead can't do it and <laughs> and then basically god says to joshua hey like he's dead you can go now like <laughs> i mean, it's, it's because of that pro- that um yeah. that incident it was like okay moses once you die they can go in basically that's <laughs> essentially what happened yeah. <clears throat> and so god says to joshua all right it's time and then um, from there to from verse two to verse uh, four, he's laying out the territory where it is that that they are gonna take possession of. He tells him exactly where it is. he says, "Go west, my son um, but really uh, and then he he from verse five until yeah verse six he says don't worry, I'm gonna be there and no man is going to be able to stand against you, like, don't worry about it, because everything's gonna be fine I'm I'm right there with you, actually, like the rest of this, um, section is God saying, hey like, I know that there's a lot ahead of you, I know there's a lot of enemies in front of you, but it's gonna be okay I'm, I'm right there with you, don't be afraid be strong and courageous um, and uh let's see Also, not only that, he he gives his promises, but in intermittent with his promises, he says, I want you to remember the law. I want you to remember my commandments. Be obedient. But the cool thing is God's promises aren't dependent on our obedience. We see that like with Moses smacking the rock. Right. He he says, all right, I want you to, to do this thing. But even if they didn't do it exactly that way, he still kept his promise to them. There may be consequences from them disobeying, but... For sure. You know, so God says, um, let's see, where is it? In verse 8, it says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you uh, will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. So he's still encouraging them, stay, like, meditate on the law. Remember who I am. Remember that I'm right here. I'm never going to give up on you. My grace doesn't run out on you type thing, you know. But, um, but his promise doesn't depend on their obedience. But he does want them to be obedient still, you know. <clears throat> and then from there, after he finishes talking to him, Joshua goes to the leaders of the people and says, hey, go gather up all the dudes. Well, specific dudes, I guess. All the dudes that are about to to go and take over their land, because like you were saying earlier, which which tribes were it that... Um, oh, that? crap. Okay, where the Reubenites, it? the Gadites, and the M- Manasseh people. So, <laughs> the,
1: the, the, the massive Vites. The massive so, Vites. So, the tribe of Reuben, the tribe of Gad, and half of the tribe of Manasseh.
0: Right. Well, and I guess all of Manasseh, their land was on the east side of the Jordan. Right. So, they already were home. Um, but Joshua says, Hey, go and get all the, go get all the dudes. And in three days, you know, tell them we're, we're about to head out. We're about to cross the Jordan. And so they're like dope. So they go and do that. And so then, uh, they go to the, like we said, the Reuben, the people of Reuben, the people of Gad and half the people of Manasseh. (laughs) Yep. And, um, basically give them a pep talk, I guess. So remember what Moses said? Remember, like, we're going over there. Okay, cool. And he says to those guys specifically, because they were already home, like we said, uh, he says, okay, we're about to go and take over the rest of the land to, to take the other tribes home. And I know that y'all are home already, but you're going to go with your brothers. You need to go and, and fight with them for their land. And they're like, awesome. Let's do it. Let's, let's get in there. Well on our way. Like I said, dope. And so he gives them this pep talk until verse 16. And then they answer Joshua and they say that. They're like, we're all in. Let's go. We're going to obey you just like we did Moses. And if anybody tries to say that you don't have as much authority as Moses, we're going to smack them down. <laughs> Essentially is what they say. Um, and then they answer him again. They tell him, be strong and courageous. And so that's that's kind of the chapter. Summed up, a short synopsis, very informal. Very we, informal. Very, very, very informal. That's what
1: we like. <laughs> we like the informals. Mm-hmm. So I honestly think that Joshua chapter 1 is really God's way of making sure that Joshua understands you're not less than Moses. Because, I mean, I feel like that's a really natural thing to do as humans is like we're, if we take over leadership for somebody who... Obviously, you know, went before us, and they were awesome. We're like, can I even begin to step into their shoes? How do I do this? You know, and Moses for the last 120 years has been the most important dude in the Old Testament. I think I'm gonna sneeze. Am I gonna?
0: Sneeze? It looks like it. <coughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> Woo.
1: Okay. All right.
0: <laughs> wake you up in the morning. <laughs> That'll wake me up in the morning.
1: I woke up hours ago. Okay. So. So yeah, so Moses for the last, you know, 120 years has been the most important dude in the Old Testament. And Joshua's like, okay, I got to take over for this guy. And he's bound to be feeling some kind of just like, can I even do this? And so God starts the first nine verses of this chapter really ensuring in Joshua that God is with him, that God is going to be with him wherever he goes. And I really appreciate how in, uh, let's see, where is it? I know where it is. Uh, It's in verse 5 when he says, No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. It's not just, okay, I'm going to help you until you get settled in the land, and then I'm just going to kind of do heaven things, and y'all can have Israel, and we're good. Mm -hmm. God's like, no, 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 all the days of your life, nobody's going to be able to stand against you. And I think that could have also kind of been good for Joshua to know, considering he was probably about 85 years old when they did this and God's like all the days of your life so oh I have more years to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know I'd be feeling that way if I'm 85 fixing to lead a battle it's like am I even going to be able to survive this you know <laughs> Moses climbed a hill and died I'm about to go <laughs> I'm about to go into battle am I going to get wrecked you know fortunately Apparently for, not. fortunately yeah. for Joshua he had Caleb and Caleb was about a tank in his 80s and, and he half. was a tank and a half that's exactly what he was he was the scariest old man ever um,
0: Not just get off my lawn. Like, get off my country.
1: <laughs> get off my country. Chick, <clears throat> chick. Like, it, I don't know. Caleb probably didn't have a gun. <laughs> In fact, he didn't have he a gun. He had two. Yeah. <laughs> boom, boom. That's right. He had two mini guns coming out of his pinkies, and he was he was after these people. So, his he, no, he did have guns. See, one on each arm.
0: That's what I was talking really? about.
1: Really? Oh, I didn't even get there. Well, it's fine. Wow, I didn't even get there. Okay. <laughs> he
0: had them coming out of his pinkies. That's okay. <laughs>
1: You guys are finding out really quickly how dense I can be. Okay, so first nine verses is all about God uh, explaining to Joshua, basically encouraging Joshua, pumping him up. Um, this chapter is filled with pep talks, and so verses one through nine is God giving a pep talk to Joshua. Verses ten through fifteen is Joshua giving a pep talk to the people, and then verses 16 through 18 is the people giving a pep talk to Joshua. Mm -hmm. And so basically, Joshua's getting a lot of encouragement in this first chapter. And that's so important, I think. As leaders, we need to know that the people that we're leading support us, that they're not not sitting over there thinking, well, I really hope he does as good a job as Moses. Because... (laughs) And, and I mean, at the same time, they couldn't even be thinking that because they did nothing but piss at Moses That's the whole true. time. All of the people did, including the new generation. They're, they're going to go into the land and piss at Joshua. It's just, it's an important thing to remember as leaders that no matter how good of a leader you are, no matter how committed to doing God's will you are, your people that you're leading are still humans. They're still sinners. And so are you, by the way. And so it's never going to just go perfect but God is with you and it's going to be okay no matter what. <clears throat> so verses one through nine uh, concludes with the, you know, the the titular verse nine that everybody knows really, which is, you know, have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid, do not be discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And that's God just being like, bro, I've said it about 17 quadrillion times already Verses one through eight. Be strong and courageous. And I like how in verse 7 he says, only be strong and courageous. Only. Like, this is the only thing that you should be feeling right now because I am God. I keep my promises. And there's literally no reason for you to ever doubt anything I've ever said. And and that's going to come back into play again, uh, I think, in chapter 3 when God's going to prove that to the people. He's proving it to Joshua right now because Joshua... Was there when the Red Sea parted? Mm-hmm. Joshua was probably born a slave in Egypt. That's about right, um, and uh, he made it through all that mess. He saw everything that happened, and so, but he was the only one. He and Caleb were the only ones left that <laughs> saw that, and so God is gonna end up proving it to the this new generation of people who haven't seen any of that late, of that yet. So, <clears throat> so we get to verse ten. And Joshua was like, all right, y'all, we got to get ready for this because in three days, we're going to march over that Jordan River and it's going to happen. And uh, we're going to, yeah, we're going to wreck it. (laughs) Why did I use that voice? (laughs) (laughs) No, that is not the voice he used. That is not his voice. (laughs) Okay. That is not John C. Riley's voice. Was it John C. Riley? Do you know who that is? I have an idea. I I have an idea. I don't have have an idea.
0: idea.
1: (laughs) I think it was John C. (laughs) Riley. You can tell me, tell me on Instagram, tell me in the comment section if uh, if I'm wrong. So anyway, verse 10, we get there and Joshua is, uh, he's ready. He's just come off this <laughs> probably leadership high <laughs> from hearing from God, hearing exactly what God, how God felt toward him, how God felt toward the people. And so Joshua was going to give instructions now. He's going to, he's going to, uh... one thing I really appreciate about God is that he always tells you how to do it. He doesn't just leave it up to you and say, figure it out. Mm-hmm. God is not a God of confusion. You know, that, that comes in and... In in, um, that comes out all over the Bible. That God... We may not understand everything that God thinks. We may not, ever, may not understand everything that God does. The choices that He has made. But He's still good and He will still be with us the entire time and He'll tell us how to do it. Mm-hmm. And so these people... They've been fighting a whole bunch of people so far, um, and uh, they're probably tired. They're probably like, now we're going to go into this realm of the giants, you know, (laughs) whatever. Edensmore, if you're a Narnia (laughs) fan, we're going to go there, and we're going to, you know, beat up people. A place where grapes are, like, the size of your head, like, which to me sounds amazing. I want one of those grapes. Oh, me too. Caleb, you go first. (laughs) Caleb, (laughs) you get in front of everybody (laughs) and just go, just kidding, that's not the way it goes now. But, uh... Anyway, so Joshua explains to the uh, to the officers of the people, the leaders, saying to them, "Okay, go through the camp and tell everybody to get ready, get all of your stuff, because in three days we out." And then he comes. To, this is something really important. In verse twelve, he comes to these two and a half tribes. He comes to the tribe of Reuben, to the tribe of Gad, and to half of the tribe of Manasseh. And he's explaining to them, "So I know that you're on that your land is on this side of the Jordan." And you've probably already set your houses up or your tents. Probably already set all that stuff up. But uh, the rest of your brothers don't actually have their land yet. And God doesn't play favorites. So you don't get to just sit here and just be done with everything while the rest of us go out and whoop some booty. (laughs) Like, you guys got to come with us. You guys got to come help us Um, because we're all in this together. And I really appreciate that, that God was promoting unity Amongst his people from the very beginning. You know, unity in the church, that concept comes from unity amongst the children of Israel. And so um, God has always been about making sure that we help each other out, that we are all his children, and that he sees us all equally. And so these two and a half tribes, they are instructed to get up and to go with them and that they can't come back to their land that they have already got until the rest of Israel, the, until the rest of the people of Israel have conquered their land and have taken possession of it. And that's a risky thing for a leader to tell anybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, like so, I know that you have everything that you were promised. So leave it yeah. and come help us get everything that we've been promised. That's a really risky move for any leader to make. But Joshua's just been told, be strong and courageous. It's okay. I'm going to be with you. Even in the little things. Even in the small thing of telling those two and a half tribes, okay, you don't actually get to rest yet. Yeah. You know, because that seems like a small thing in comparison with freaking Jericho, which is where they're about to go.
0: No, I don't, I don't want his job. I don't I don't,
1: I don't do either. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. And but God was bed. still with Joshua. And God fulfilled that promise to Joshua that everything was going to go the way God wanted it to if Joshua relied on him. Uh, Skip Heitzig, actually, the senior pastor at Calvary Chapel Albuquerque, or Calvary Albuquerque, sorry. Sorry, Skip. Um, he said that... we um, will cut this out. What am I going to say?
0: Where was it? What was I thinking? Oh, crap. <laughs> Where was it? It was right here. Say it very even-toned whenever you come back in and say it. Even tone. Yeah. Okay. Don't go. Oh, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I got
1: I got to find it. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> oh, okay. <clears throat> so, um, Skip Heitzig says that if it if this whole thing had been left up to Joshua it probably would have just gone like perfectly (laughs) not perfectly, but like a lot better than it did simply because Joshua was completely filled with confidence in in who God was and what God was saying. And so Joshua had to sort of transfer that to the people here in this moment going, okay, this is what we're going to do. It's going to be okay. And God proves to Joshua that his, first off that his leadership is divinely chosen. It Mm -hmm. was divinely set up and that God is, going to be there in the small things just like I said because starting in verse 16 the people tell Joshua how everything's going to be okay the people encourage him back in a way that Joshua was probably not expecting at least I would not have been expecting it and they say things like they say things like okay everything that you tell us to do we're going to do and then they take it a step further and say oh we did that for Moses we're going to do that for you we don't see Moses as better than you right we're going to do it for you, too. And then they take it another step, <laughs> a step a bit further than where I would have taken it, which is, and whoever doesn't, we're going to, you know, soil their clothes or we're going to whatever kind of a threat that they're yeah, possibly like, making. Like I said Smackdown. They, Smackdown they're they're like, the you know
0: what? We're going to put them to do- They're going to be in the ground. They're going to be gonna out. Be. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> we're going to, we're going to, you know, Thanos snap them away. <laughs> Spoilers if you haven't seen the movie yet. Oopsie. Oopsie, oopsie! <laughs> it's about long enough, y'all. You should have seen the movie by now. Um, and and so Joshua's sitting there going, "Okay, so my people are getting a little pumped up. They're ready to go, and that's going to take us straight into chapter two next time, where things actually start coming up, coming. To... <laughs> Sorry about that, y'all. Where things actually start falling into place. Um, so that take that's the end of chapter one." I feel like chapters one, two, and three of Joshua are really... They could be a great TV miniseries because it feels like chapter one is this setup, like the first episode, or like the first movie in a trilogy. Yeah. It sets up. You're all pumped up at the end. And then chapter two takes you straight into a cliffhanger, pretty much. And then you have chapter three, which brings it all to a conclusion, and it's everything's good at the end. And so, uh, b- basically, we just finished movie number one, <laughs> you know, episode number one of this TV show that we're going through with the first three chapters, and chapters two and three are just going to build on chapter one, and everything's going to, everything sort of comes, everything is complete for these first three chapters at the end of chapter three, and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. I was pumped up at the end of it. I'm like, I didn't even live back then, and I'm ready to go help.
0: I mean, you're pretty pumped up right now. You're kind of like shaking, and
1: I get that way when I get it <laughs> when I teach. It's okay.
0: Yeah, it's good. Plus,
1: there's a <clears throat> cup of coffee in my hand. That's true.
0: I drank a whole pot of coffee all by myself yesterday at work.
1: You drank a whole pot of coffee? Yeah. And then at about
0: 11 o'clock at night, I was still shaking.
1: (laughs) I was going to say, and right now, you still haven't been to bed yet. Yeah. Yeah, That's why your bed's made. (laughs) (laughs) Because you didn't get in it yesterday. Oh, man. Last night, I thought God was going to keep me up all night. I was so worried. I was like, (laughs) No. oh, not not God, sorry. I thought Satan was going to keep me up all night. (laughs) You
0: (laughs) heretical fiend! That was an accident, y'all.
1: That was a total accident. Usually, it is God who keeps me up, but last night I thought the enemy was going to get me because of the fact that we were going to be here today. But he didn't, and I got to go to sleep, and it was nice.
0: Yeah, I hope you know we don't take this lightly. This is something we're super excited about. Yeah. And um, anyway, yeah, that was that was good. I'm super excited for chapter two.
1: I am too. Yeah. Chapter two's got one of my favorite characters in the Bible in it.
0: So. Uh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> so tune in next week to find out who that is. I guarantee you it is not who you think it is. It absolutely is not.
1: And <laughs> I think we just succeeded in somehow placing clickbait in a podcast. Ooh! Okay, so we're praying for you guys this week. Feel free to jump over on that Instagram and shoot us some questions or statements. Let us know how you're doing. We'd love to talk to you. Um, And like I said, we're praying for you this week. Be praying for us too.
0: Absolutely. All right.
1: Later. Later.
0: Later. 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 Thank you for listening and including us in your day. We hope you're blessed by the content and that you'll move forward in life a little closer to Jesus as a result. If you have any questions or comments, you can always interact with us on Instagram at the MNKJV official. Lord, we pray that you will guide and protect your people this week.